This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. Well, yesterday, if you were paying attention to the news during all of the Ida storm coverage, you might have heard that the Colonial Pipeline has shut down two lines of gas and oil delivery due to what they are saying are issues with Hurricane Ida. Now, just a few months ago, if you recall, the Colonial Pipeline claimed that there was a ransomware attack in May of 2021. They're saying that this ransomware attack infected some of the pipeline's digital systems, shutting it down for several days. The shutdown and supply disruption drastically affected consumers and airlines along the East Coast. The price of gas soared two to three times of where it was in April. Gas stations ran out of supplies quickly. People halted their travel plans because of this. The hack was deemed a national security threat, as the pipeline moves oil from refineries to industry markets, And this, of course, caused President Joe Biden to declare a state of emergency. And then, of course, he had to throw in that we needed more sustainable and renewable sources of energy. The Colonial Pipeline is one of the largest and most vital oil pipelines in the United States. It began in 1962 to help move oil from the Gulf of Mexico to the East Coast states and was previously reported as being sustainable during large-scale weather events. And... Once again, you'll hear a repeated theme, a repeated word that you may have heard since the beginning of COVID in 2020. Disruption. Maybe you remember the disruption in toilet paper. Maybe you remember the disruption in beef. Maybe you saw the disruption in chicken and other food items that our systems were handling quite beautifully and cheaply prior to the Marxist response to COVID. And let's remember one of the primary features of equity. Disrupt and dismantle. Disrupt what was the norm. Disrupt what were trusted and reliable sources. And dismantle the previous structure or system. Disrupt and dismantle. That is how you achieve equity. To give an example of equity's purpose and main function being to disrupt and dismantle, I want to refer to something that James Lindsay in New Discourses took note of last year. In early 2020, and rather shockingly, in the Washington State Legislature, an equity task force, of course, was assembled that offered the following definition for equity. Equity equals disrupt and dismantle, which is to say an explicit call for systemic revolution. The task force took pains to explain that they, the social justice supporters present, know that equity means disrupt and dismantle, and debated whether or not the language was too naked to be able to be approved by the legislature. In the end, The centrality of disruption and dismantling was considered so crucial to the proper understanding of equity, lest anyone in the future mistakenly leave it out as a result of their euphemisms, that the language was included 
in their agreed definition of equity. So again, to the social justice advocates, to those that are seeking to deconstruct our current systems and replace our previously working systems with the autocratic, oligarchical, neo-Marxist, fascistic systems, equity's purpose is to disrupt and dismantle. And please remember that Klaus Schwab's main claim for his postmodern-driven Great Reset is that our current systems and supply chains have been disrupted, so they have to be dismantled and built back better. More on that later. Built back better. To resemble a system and an economic model that is more like the Chinese Communist Party's. And of course, the Chinese are going to help America to realize Klaus Schwab's and Joe Biden's dream of an autocratic communist-style intersectional states of America. So China is going to make sure that they can do everything that they can to disrupt and dismantle America. And while China has been doing this for quite some time, the next step in disrupting was announced this past week. Because China has decided that it is time to call off Christmas in America this year. Because supply chain disruptions in China mean no toys for the tots in December. At least that's what Vice President Kamala Harris suggested on her trip to Southeast Asia. And she is right. Shelves across America were bare earlier this year. And they will, in all probability, be bare again. Due to extraordinary supply chain disruptions in China and throughout East Asia. So Vice President Harris said this when she was in Vietnam, quote, the stories that we are now hearing about the caution that if you want to have Christmas toys for your children, it might now be the time to start buying them because the delay may be many, many months, end quote. When Harris went from Vietnam to Singapore, she basically echoed the same thing, saying, quote, so across the board, People are experiencing the issue, end quote. Well, why will American children be disappointed during the holidays this year? Well, get a load of what Vice President, now soon to be President, Harris's dishonest postmodern answer was. Quote, of course, the climate crisis is fueling a lot of this. When we look at the stronger typhoons that have disrupted shipping lanes and sea level rise, which threatens port infrastructure, as an example. So these are many of the issues that are causing these disruptions. End quote. Huh. So, like, 2021 is so different from every year over the past 20 years, right, Kamala? No, Kamala, the climate change has almost nothing to do with the ongoing disruptions. There are many factors, such as the long-term shift of manufacturing to East Asia, Moreover, there are short-term problems, the transport of empty containers being one of them. Another culprit is now the Delta variant. A new wave of COVID-19 in Southeast Asia and China has led to lockdowns in Thailand, Malaysia, and Vietnam. In Ho Chi Minh City, authorities ordered residents starting August 23rd to stay where they are. Across China, new COVID lockdowns have shut factories, stopped trucking, and paralyzed ports. Now in May, one reported case of COVID in a dock worker 
closed Shenzhen's port, the third biggest port in all of Asia. And once again, using COVID as the excuse, Chinese officials closed the terminal of the Ningbo Shenzhen port. Now, that port handles about fifth of the traffic there, the world's third busiest container port. Now, the closure of that port is especially consequential for American consumers because shippers used Ningbo to load cargo for Long Beach, California. Now, the closure could not have come at a worse moment. August. Now, I need you to think about how supply chains work. August is the peak shipping time for the day after Thanksgiving. You know what that is. That's Black Friday. And as a result of multitudes of factors, freight rates have skyrocketed. The cost of hauling containers across the Pacific Ocean, for example, has increased more than 500% during the last year. Spot rates. Rates reflecting current pricing on China to U.S. East Coast routes were $20,804 the first week of August. They were under $11,000 back on July 27th. Now, all of these things together have turned global container shipping into a highly disrupted, undersupplied seller's market, where shipping companies can charge four to ten times the normal price to move cargo. Now, we can't think of high shipping costs as just a temporary phenomenon. You want to expect this to continue possibly into 2022. And of course, this will cause supply chain disruptions across the United States well into next year. Think about what that will do to our economy, to our retail sector. It will disrupt it. And don't forget, to accomplish equity, you must disrupt and dismantle your previous systems. That is what China is doing. And the Biden-Harris administration is letting China disrupt and dismantle America. China is having their way with America. But there's another massive shipping traffic jam out there. One that's holding up even more cargo. The disruptions in the bulk cargo sector are even work. In part due to COVID, strict COVID rules, especially quarantines imposed on pilots. So what does this mean to people in America? It means that you can expect retail prices in America to go up. But of course, if you're the shipping manager for Apple, you don't really care because additional costs for shipping, say for an iPhone, are rather negligible. But what about larger items? What about big household items? Well, let me share a quote with you from Jonathan Bass, the CEO of home decor firm Hume Home, as he was talking with Gordon Chang about this very issue, and he stated this, quote, The added costs are not negligible. However, if you make larger items, a 40-foot container, let's say, can hold 20 sofas. The dramatic increase in rates, it can now cost $25,000 to ship a container across the Pacific to the East Coast. That adds about $1,625 per sofa, end quote. Well, that increased cost puts this furniture item, the sofa, out of reach for most 
consumers. It might double or even triple the price. So what do you think Vice President Harris was doing about all this in Southeast Asia this past week while Joe Biden was disrupting and dismantling our military? Well, during Harris's trip, the White House announced that the U.S. Department of Commerce and the Singapore Ministry of Trade and Industry had formed a partnership, quote, to enhance supply chain resilience, end quote. And she raised the issue continually during her Singapore visit, even discussing the matter with the prime minister. And she said, quote, there's so much in particular about the pandemic that highlighted the fractures and the failures and the fissures in our system, end quote. When she's referring to the system and our system, what is she talking about? Capitalism. So Vice President Harris continued, and I quote, And this moment gives us the opportunity, then born out of crisis, to actually fix and find solutions to long-term issues that have challenged us. End quote. And so she's saying almost word for word the exact same thing that you would hear from Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. So what was Harris doing in Southeast Asia? She was giving a nod to the fact that the Chinese government is going to disrupt our supply chains in our system. So Harris can dismantle our system and build back better. Now, of course, Vice President Harris, who believes just about all of the world's problems, result from climate change, white supremacy, and systemic oppression. And so her answer is more systemic oppression and cheap labor in Asia while we hike prices up to a completely unsustainable level in America. And this will force a change in America that she wants. But there is, you know, an answer to all this. More production in America and with close neighbors in America. And it also is the solve for the oil and gas crisis that has seen our oil and gas prices soar through the roof in just eight months of the Biden regime that is trying to build back better. But before you build back better, what do you have to do? You have to destroy it first tear it down to the ground, dismantle the system before you build it back upside down. So all of our oil and gas prices go through the roof. And why did they go through the roof? Why did they go so high for the first just few months in the Biden administration as opposed to where it was with the Trump administration? Because Biden and Harris, instead of trying to take care of the gas and oil prices, trying to make sure that we are still personally sustainable, they shut down the Keystone Pipeline within 12 hours of taking office. And then Biden-Harris began to end efforts to make the U.S. oil and gas independent, something that President Trump accomplished in four years, by the way. And now we are currently dependent on foreign nations who are hostile to the U.S. for gas and oil. And what did we just show them, by the way? We just showed them in Afghanistan that we will abandon our commitments, abandon our own citizens, and run from the Middle East. So the OPEC nations won't be taking us seriously anymore. 
because Biden and Harris, in following Klaus Schwab's plan, are disrupting and dismantling America. And what about Southeast Asia and China? Well, they are working with Kamala Harris and Biden to disrupt and dismantle our nation, to ensure that we have an achingly slow Christmas season. The season that, if you think about it, makes the year for most stores that are across the country that are just right now barely hanging on financially with their fingernails after what they had to endure during the tyrannical lockdowns. And why is all this happening again? Because Biden, Harris, and the Communist Chinese Party are disrupting and dismantling the United States of America for the sake of international equity. They have to knock America down a few notches. They need to make sure that America is not the king of the hill anymore. They need to make sure that Americans don't think that they can be independent and sovereign anymore. So they are disrupting and dismantling America. And in a macro sense, they are disrupting and dismantling your business. They are disrupting and dismantling your family's lives. They are disrupting and dismantling your children's future. Because they are all about equity. So they must disrupt and dismantle our nation. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic.